This is Steal This Sermon, number 166, Do-It-Yourself Sacred Rituals. There are so very many ways to spread the good news. Do you know why the great medieval cathedrals have huge and elaborate stained glass windows? Certainly beauty that glorified the sacred space was one reason they did so. But there also is a very simple and a very practical reason as well. The common parishioner at church for Mass was illiterate. The stained glass window acted as a comic book version of the great stories of our faith. They were detailed pictures that could be viewed and studied and thought about and pondered and in time imprinted into their memories and into their hearts. Pretty cool, eh? Most of us are literate today, but the same principle is still at play. We are hardwired to absorb images. Let me show you. Wherever you are, look around for about 10 seconds. Okay, now close your eyes and try to recreate what you saw. You will do so in images. You won't do it in words. You won't do it in grammatically precise sentences. The common thing in all of these examples we will talk about today is the power of touch to show the sacred and to show its ability to deepen the sacred experience. Each year I get ashes on Ash Wednesday. Sure as shooting, several people will approach me throughout the day and often in a whisper say, hey, you've got dirt on your forehead. I always gently say, it's Ash Wednesday. Being bald, I also add that my huge open forehead gives the distributor of ashes a terrific target. Ashes are a ritual of touch, a ritual that is tangible. A rare time of the year where Christians actually wear their brand publicly. Ashes are a very powerful symbol, not just of death, but of creation. Remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. What creation, you say? I don't hear any creation there. Fair enough. Well, in the first few pages of the Bible in Genesis, let me quote, God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed life into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Is that a cool verse that you don't hear very often or what? The dust on my forehead is a sign of God's creation of me through God's own breath. He took the dust and he made me. You don't get a more intimate touch than that, God's breath. The blessing ends with and unto dust you shall return. Yes, we all will die, and we all return to God in another form of dust. God is our beginning, God is our end. Ash Wednesday is a powerful ritual, a blessing ritual. One mostly lost ritual of my youth was St. Blaise Day, the blessing of the throats. The celebrant would take two candles, in the form of an X and touch them to each side of your throat and say, 
May God deliver you from all throat diseases and all other diseases. Amen. And move on to the next person. I remember the ritual as one of great power and spiritual presence for me. In the time of COVID, instead of gathering for St. Blaise type rituals of touch, we scattered to deal with the challenge remotely or alone. This decision was from the folks whose founder told us to heal the sick, not to flee from the sick. Rather than gathering, we retreated to our own caves. We lost touch with each other in more ways than one. What can we do when through fear or just plain old drift, our religious institutions fail to be centers for comfort and healing? My answer would be DIY, do it yourself. In a time of illness, even in a time of epidemic, Bless the sick or vulnerable with crossed candles. DIY, do it yourself. Another example of this idea comes from a teacher I know whose church school, now this is just amazing, could not find time for distribution of ashes. Shame on them. She closed the classroom door, asked a student to put ashes on her forehead, and then the two of them reverently distributed ashes to any student who wanted them. Most chose to do so. DIY, do it yourself. But maybe Ash Wednesday needn't be the only time for ashes. Ashes would have been a powerful ritual on 9-11, or after a school shooting, or today in the midst of the Ukrainian war, or after the death of a beloved peer or relative. DIY, do it yourself. We need more deeply felt rituals, public embracing and demonstrating of our oneness with God and with each other. DIY, do it yourself. Think of Jesus' ministry. The Pharisees hated, hated his DIY, do-it-yourself rituals of touching and healing, even on Sunday. If those guys didn't like it, you know, for me, it's probably more than okay. Jesus did this over and over and was pretty sloppy about it. My favorite example is when he spit in the dirt, gathered the mud, and rubbed it in a deaf man's ear. How intimate can you get? Almost like God breathing life into the dirt. DIY, do it yourself. Don't fear the power of touch. Perhaps the two best times for DIY rituals are at the times when humans are closest to God, at the start of and at the end of their physical journey, the unborn and the dying. Considering this do-it-yourself blessing of the unborn, lay your hand on the abdomen of the pregnant woman and say, blessed are you who nourished new life and may this child leap for joy in the womb, as did John the Baptist. What a blessing. DIY, do-it-yourself. And at the end of life's journey, lay your hands on the dying or the deceased and say, as Jesus did, this day you shall see paradise. DIY, do it yourself. My mother's funeral at the handshake of peace, our six-year-old walked up to the casket and shook the handle of it. 
DIY, do-it-yourself wisdom of a child. Express your praise, your faith. Express your love. Don't hide it. Rituals are powerful, and they are important. Make them a habit in your life. Weave them into your days. Don't wait for your church to lead. Jesus sure didn't wait for the Pharisees to lead him. Do it yourself as he did. Deepen your life. Let me finish with a story of a DIY do-it-yourself ritual about Johnny Cash. In his final years, Johnny's health deteriorated steadily, but he kept working his music and he kept touring. Johnny and a friend who had a spiritual link of sorts made a pact with each other that each day they would take communion together. Now, about half the time, they weren't even in the same city. When this happened, when one or the other was on the road, they arranged that at noon, no matter what they were doing, no matter where they were, they would both get on the phone. Each of them carried a little case of hosts, like priests carry to visit the sick. And together, either face to face or on the phone, one would begin, God is present in my life. The other would respond, this is my body. And his partner would reply, this is my body. And they would take the host into themselves, or if they were together, give it to their partner. Do it yourself, DIY. Afterwards, they might talk for a while or they might quickly get off the phone, but either way, they were in true communion with each other and with God when they did so. DIY, do it yourself. Our God wants us to find the sacred in this world that was created to be sacred. That is why God breathed onto the dust and gave us life. DIY rituals are steps on that path. Seek them, create them, and then do it again and again and again. God will leap for joy just as John did. Amen. Hallelujah.